as a child, it had sucked big time. Rose knew from a very young age that there was no Father Christmas or Tooth Fairy, that Thunder wasn't God moving his furniture, that at twelve her best friend had betrayed her secret crush on a boy to a gang of girls who hated her, and that her father was cheating on her mother. Life would have been so much easier simply not knowing. However, as a police officer, her inbuilt lie detector had sent her conviction rate through the roof, and at one domestic incident, she'd saved the life of a woman whose polite and helpful boyfriend had claimed all was well as the woman lay bruised and bloodied in the back room. Her skill for ferreting out the truth helped her earn a coveted position on the major crime team, much to the surprise and envy of her uniformed colleagues. But it hadn't saved her from committing the mother of all cock-ups earlier that evening, which is why she now stood in front of DCI Craig Leach wishing the ground would open up and swallow her. Her boss sat behind his messy desk, his shaved snooker ball head welded to a heavy-set, bull-like body without, so it appeared, a neck. Rose tried not to fidget. Do you realise what you've done? He said, his voice a low rumble, his Mancunian accent as strong as ever even after twenty years working down south. He didn't wait for her answer. He yelled, red-faced. You've blown Operation Nailgun! Boom, like a volcano erupting. Nailgun was a drug squad operation. He continued. D.I. Morgan's livid, and I don't blame him. Five months of surveillance up in smoke. The flats of his fat-fingered hands slammed down on the desk, the piles of files quivering. Rose jumped and knew that through the glass wall behind her, D.I. Pearl heard every word. Why was he still here? They'd been working non-stop on the salt case all weekend. Everyone else had gone home to get some much-needed rest. Sir, I had no idea who he was. I'm not involved in Operation Nailgun. You walked straight past two undercover detectives in their car, and then Gary and Meg in the pub. They couldn't believe it, and nor can I. What are you, blind? Sir, I barely know Gary and Meg. The drug squad was on level four, major crime on two. Rose naturally spoke quietly, with a soft West Country accent unwilling to engage in the loud banter and often coarse language of her fellow detectives. She knew Leech found her voice irritatingly mouse-like, so she raised it as best she could, but it sounded more like a croak. I stopped at the pub to have a quick drink on my way home. To be honest, sir, I was a bit shaken up. She paused. Was she sounding weak? Leech nodded. Go on! Sir, he started chatting me up. I I was flattered. He's a good-looking bloke. Charming. Ray Summers. The charming bastard deals in Class A drugs. The real nasty stuff. He's... No, he was our only lead in an international drugs trafficking ring. Summers was meeting the local gang leader tomorrow. 
One more day and we'd have had those scumbags behind bars. Do you see what you've done? I'm sorry, sir. Close to tears, she stared at the floor. What the hell did you tell him? Nothing, sir. I didn't even tell him I was a police officer. Revealing her job sent any potential boyfriend running for the hills. It was a more effective turn-off than body odour, flatulence, or a history of chainsaw massacres. Well, you blew their cover, didn't you? They raid his warehouse half an hour later and find a big fat nothing. No drugs, no computers, no financials, and he's disappeared. Rose swallowed hard. Her career was about to end before it had even begun, because of one stupid mistake. Why, oh why, hadn't she just picked up Monty and taken a bottle of Plonk home with her instead?